Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of The Wild Marriage. Today, we're going to be focusing in on our second part or, you know, phase two or part two Mm -hmm. of our six ways or six reasons why Christian marriages fail or struggle. And, you know, just to go over what we've done last time, you know, we really want you to go back and take a look at, you know, the previous um, session. Yeah. You know. To, to, to get caught back up to where we are right here. But on this one, we want to move forward. We want to focus in and just give you a few more uh, bits and nuggets, a little bit more information on some of the things that we've gone through and some of the uh, um, areas that we need help in our lives and what helped us, which is our blueprint for life. It's the Bible. Of course, you know, God equipped us for every good work. We yes. got what it takes. Instead of focus what you don't have, how about focus what you have? Because what you have is good enough. And I got you, you have... baby. And that's, you're more than good enough. Well, I got you, baby. I got flowers. <laughs> don't get me started with the singing. You know, I like to sing. You want me to sing for you? <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, guys, a lot of stuff that we go through is that we're not hungry enough and we're not devastated enough to do something to fix Make it. A change. Because yes. we got all things are possible, but you got to do the work. We got what it takes. We got the we equip. We got the Holy Spirit. We got the name of Jesus. We got the power of the living God living inside of us. Mm-hmm. And we got the word. Yes, like we a have pastor, the word. We like said the, the word. The word. <laughs> but um, before we go any further, I want to give you the first two uh, points that we went over in our previous session. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that one was communication challenges. And then the other one was pride or, or asking for help in times of trouble. Exactly. You know, especially... As a people of God, we are commanded by the scripture, by God himself, that we're supposed to encourage one another, help one another, pray for one another, be there for one another. And we're not using what God had gave us. A lot of time we'd be like, I know I had talked to some couples, be like, well, we got no friends. I'm like, well, make some. You make some in the world. Yeah, How do you yes. make friends in the world? Invite them over. Hang out with them, you know, fellowship. Just find something in common. I tell you what, if you're married, you have a lot in common with a lot of folks. Exactly. And if you go to church, you have a lot in common with a lot of folks. You know, if you have children, you have, you have a, lot a lot in common, common with, with a lot, lot of folks. folks. <laughs> you know, don't wait until people invite you. You invite them. You yeah. bring them the over initiator. to your house. Yes. Be the initiator. If you're going to sit down for something to happen, you're going to be waiting for a long time mm-hmm. before something happens. If that's something that you... Because God created us for relationship. Yeah. God created us to be locked arms with the brothers and sisters in Christ. And God created us to relationship. And if one person say no, invite somebody else. We right. have hang out with people. How old is Eddie Howard? And, oh, they're in their 80s. 
Yeah, and we come over and we're like, hey, we're coming over your because house. Because we can, because we can learn from them. Exactly, but we're not waiting, sitting down. Yeah. Oh, will somebody invite me over? No, yeah. I'm like, what? What you guys are doing after service? Come over, if, especially if somebody knew from church. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you. Come over and have something to eat because we need each other. There's we- something spiritual about. Breaking bread together. Right. And, you know, being intentional about it is is key. So being intentional about, you know, going out, making your friends and being intentional about ways to help your marriage prosper Mm -hmm. and ways to help you get through some of these things or some of the reasons why Christian marriages struggle. It's just being intentional about it. You know, there may be something wrong. You may not know what it is, but because of a fellowship or communication with another couple, you may find that out. But just finding out and being intentional about fixing what your issue is without being afraid of asking for help. That's Amen. a big thing. So this is, this, this is what you must do. So I like to let you guys know the other thing is that it, it affect marriage nowadays is that sometimes because we know the word of God, we know the power of God, we think we above repentance. Repentance, we believe, is just only for sinners. You know, like they're supposed to repent and turn to Jesus and we're supposed to live a life of repentance, mm-hmm. especially to our wife and to our husband, because that's the most important relationship. If you really want to get to know intimacy with God, you have to be really good at intimacy with your spouse, because that will let you know how God feels about us. Because that's why he used the illustration that he's coming for his bride as an intimacy with our Lord Jesus Christ through the power of the Spirit within us. So how do we start a good relationship with God? Repentance. If you do something wrong, guess what? You're not the only one. Right. We all doing something wrong. And we're still stumbling. And no matter how much word you have inside of you, no matter how much anointed, how God used you, how long you've been saved, you have to live a life of repentance. Yes, and you still and all that, of course, repentance is is key, but you still have to have a good skill set developed on how to help you get through these issues. So what I mean by that is you can't constantly do the same thing and expect a different result. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, they go through the same cycle of arguments because they're not changing anything. They're just arguing about the same thing. And they go about Excuse it in me. the same way. And the communication way. is not improved. They, go they about haven't it repented. With... They haven't, you know, said they were sorry. Like, I'm sorry for cutting you off. So you go ahead. <laughs> you saw the look that I gave him. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know what? This is not as simple as easy as my C, because we have to take turns and we have to take those cue. Like, okay, uh, I talking is maybe it's her turn to talk and vice versa. So th- that's the beauty of it. Forgive us. We're not perfect. We're doing this with a lot of love, but we believe there's an anointing being released by you. Put aside those imperfection and focus on the words that we are giving you because they are anointed and they're powerful to rebuild your marriage. You know what I'm saying? Because repentance is the key to receive the mercy of God. Yes. And the, the Bible say in Proverbs 28, verse 13 say, He could conceal... His transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses and turns away from his sin will find compassion and mercy. You know, and not only your spouse, your pastor needs mercy, your your children needs mercy. So a lot of times I hear this, he don't really mean it. What is up to you to figure out whether I really mean it or not? 
You just have to give the mercy that God has given you. It's not up to you to try to figure out what is in my heart. Right. Unless God reveal it to you, because we waste so much time in the arguments. He didn't really mean it when he said, "Was well, sorry," or she didn't really mean it because she kept doing. Some people just struggle with some areas. They yes. do get better, mm-hmm. but the struggle. Yeah, and you know, I mean, the, the struggle is real. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, there are times when when you will struggle. Yeah, but you know, in having uh, a good communication and being vulnerable. You know, with your husband or with your wife, or I'm talking to the men, so I'm saying being vulnerable with your wife, you know, really lets her know, Mm -hmm. you know, what you need help with and also how she can help you while you're helping her. Because if we keep ourselves bottled up, you know, because we're not emotional um, um, creatures, you know, we keep all of our emotions bottled up and we really don't want to share, you know, that's not letting our wife know, um, Number one, that we respect and honor their opinion or their thoughts toward us. And that lets them know that, hey, um, he really doesn't trust me with the capacity to be able to help. Mm -hmm. So whenever something comes up, there's there's always a struggle with trying to figure out the right way to approach a wrong done, something that was said or just a general problem in your communication or in your Mm -hmm. marriage. Because you're walking on eggshells because you don't want to offend your wife. You don't want to offend your husband or you just may not understand what the true sentiments or the thoughts are. Um, Well, I said that, but I didn't mean it. Well. I mean, you said what you mean, you said what you meant because it came out. It just may have been, you know, a little bit more brass or, you know, may not have been received in the right way or the way you wanted to. That's why we can't take, we can't be so critical in judging every single word without knowing the true intent behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say open up and be vulnerable, is I, I know so many men, I'm generalizing on the norm. They want their wife to trust them that they're not going to look at another woman. They want the one to trust them with finances. They want that trust. Where women want you to trust me with your most inner feeling. I want to know what it hurt you, what it bothered you, what happened when you were small. What do you act the way that you act? And as we open up to each other, the trust will grow. And we all want to get to that place where I know I can trust you with my feeling. I can open up to you. Even with my weakness, like remember the scenario when when you trust me when you were dealing with something at work mm-hmm. and I pray for you? That kind of trust is what we... Every marriage should be their goal, that I can tell you something that is a flaw to my character, but I trust you enough that you're not going to come back and beat me with it or attack me with it. But instead, you're going to speak the word of God over it and that you're going to pray for me. Right. And, you know, um, that's faith because, you know, um, and it, it was built over time. You know, because well, it took it, us a long know, time. It, Does everybody need to that. take all that long time? We took a long no, time took, to get we where did. Yeah, you we did. We took the long, long route. We took the long route. It took a long time. I did. Like, we did like the Israelites. <laughs> <laughs> we took the 40 years instead of taking the two week journey. <laughs> yeah. But we got there, praise the Lord. We got yes. there. We are there. We live in really the wild moments of our marriage. And that doesn't mean it goes without working on it. Oh, we have to work on it. It's it's a, it's, 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 it's not a battle. It's not a struggle, but it's a constant work because mm-hmm. you know we always want to make our lives and our marriage better. Mm-hmm. We always want to make, make it better for ourselves, and we want to make it better for you. So when we go and we 
you know, work on things and mm-hmm. work on this communication in our marriage. And we go to other marriage conferences and we just read and study the Bible to show mm-hmm. ourselves approved and help each other, you know, in our weaknesses or building up, you know, and help maintaining strength and then being strong. You know, that's a that's a key thing about the vulnerability as well, because if my if you don't know what I'm weak at, you know, how can you help? And yeah. if I'm keeping things bottled up and I'm not vulnerable enough to open up to let you in, so to speak, mm-hmm. you will never know how to help me. Well, a lot of times we don't want to say what we, let's say, for example, if the husband's dealing with loss. They're afraid to say those things because they're afraid that they're no longer going to be respected, admired. But on the contrary, to me, and it should be to everyone, somebody who is strong enough to say, hey, I'm dealing with this, and I'm that desperate that I need help. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you what I'm dealing with. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's an act of faith. The Bible says whatever you conceal, it will eat you up. Right. One of the scriptures, you know, that um, that we're looking at here as part of our vulnerability is, therefore, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And when we confess these sins, when we it's really not, it may not be a, a big sin. Or it, it may just not be, be understanding. Little, but you know but what? The word of God says, little is. foxes. Yeah. You, what, what if it lost just for something that's just on TV? Sometimes we brush those out. But that thing builds up. Yes. I know that when, to God be the glory, I was delivered from lost and all that other stuff. Because I committed adultery and all that stuff. I live a very disciplined life. I don't just watch anything. And if I ever think somebody's hands are in a show, you will never know. Because I'll be like, I ain't going to look at that. Or I won't talk about it. I won't tell my name, my friends, hey, guess what? So and so is so cute. No, no. Because it's those little foxes that tear your character, that tear you up. And especially if you dealt with that stuff before. Especially that that used to be one of your greatest bondage. So what I do is, you know, I, like I said, we confess our sin to one another. But not only that, I watch and I live a very disciplined life. There is a power that has been released when you're going to pray for me when I confess. But to walk, continue to walk on that power, I have to live a disciplined life. I just don't watch or say whatever I want to. Right. And, you know, in, in, in doing that, you know... I understand that you do that out of honor and respect for me. For God, so, most of it. <laughs> I mean, for you as well, well, first of all, it's for God. Yeah, but of course we know that it's for God. So, I mean, okay, you, let's you go without it. saying. You're because, sure right. You're sure you're right. Because the Bible says, submit to your husband. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, no, because this, the reason why I say that, and I always point that out, is because a lot of wives be like, or oh, husband be like, but she do so and so. So he give you the right to do so and so. Absolutely not. You know, no, I honor. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I honor you. First, most important reason is because I honor God. You know, whether you're watching me or not, whether you will ever find out or not, He knows. Mm-hmm. So I walk my life before Him. Yes, I love you. Yes, I want to make you happy. Yes, I want to give you your heart's desire, whatever I can do to <laughs> please you. Stop. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You said you wanted to make I mean, me happy. So I'm like, yeah. I saw you this morning in your face. I saw... <laughs> yes, I want to do everything that makes you happy. But at the same time, I want to please God. Yes. And by pleasing God, I'm going to honor what he says. And whether I'm, I'm, I just want to bad enough. 
that I'm going to confess my sins to you because it's more important for me to walk in freedom than you see me any type of different way. Mm-hmm. I live my life before him. Yes. And I mean, that's that's very important. <laughs> you live in our life for Jesus, because if we want the grace that he gives us, then we should be able to give that grace to those who we love. Amen. And you hey. need a lot of grace. No. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yes, I do. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. But we would, we, we all need it. We, we all need, need it. it. We have to be buggy naked <laughs> before each other when it comes to things that pertains to your character. Nobody should know you better than your husband or your wife. That's why the word of God tells us leave and cleave. Mm-hmm. I cannot run to my mom or my dad. Well, you know. To my family, every time I have an issue, I run to you. It should be that way. That's the way God created for us to help each other out instead of running to whoever you may roll. Sometimes you run to substance abuse when you're yeah. dealing with issue. Mm-hmm. And God gave you a husband and a wife. Run to him and trust him because you're praying for him that he's going to measure up, that he's going to grow with you and he's going to pray with you because you're doing your part. Whatever we're doing to the Lord, it always produce good. Good fruit, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when when you have the capacity to love and to trust each other, mm-hmm. you know, in a manner such as this, it just makes your the resolution of your conflict, you know, come faster, uh, come cleaner, and be, you know, more solid, you know, at that at that point of reconciliation. Um, because it's it's vital. It's vital that, you know, you get rid of everything. And you know, it may not be we have these six points here, but it may not be any of these points here, you know, that it may be an issue in your marriage. But the thing is is getting them lined out, getting them on the table and being able to openly discuss them. Him. And when these things happen, you it cannot be retaliatory. The word of God says in Genesis 12, 25, Now the man and the wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. We should never be ashamed to show our true colors to our spouse, our character. You know, because we have to trust that what we say and what we did to you guys or vice versa is going to be protected by the covenant agreement that we have under God. At the end of the day, when I trust you, it's an act of faith that he will do what he say he will do through you. Right. And you know what? That act of faith is the thing that guarantees God to move in our life mm-hmm. and God to be, make us, help us to be successful. Amen. Because, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we have to have faith that our husband, that our wife ah! or, or your yeah, husband, like, you know, amen, uh, does amen. love you yes. and has your best interest at oh, heart. Oh, that's right. And then once, only once your marriage to succeed. If you don't have that faith, then there's always going to be an objection. There's always going to be a question and there's always going to be something missing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, we just want to let you know that as we continue on with this series, we're going to we're going to have to come up with one more series. Yeah, we're going to talk you know, about to the complete last two. This. We'll, yes. get, we'll get the last two mm-hmm. at our next one. But just know that, hey, please know that we love you. Um, send us send us some information. Write us an email. Send us in a question, you know, a comment, and uh, share us. You know, if you like us, share us with share us on so all the platforms for social media. Share us with your family and friends. And until we meet again, you know, we just want to say, hey, we love you, and God bless you, and may your marriage prosper and be successful in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. 
We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own wow marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.